It's time for nerd talk. It's time for dork talk. It's time for some real talk. It's time for the coolest podcast ever. It's time for the Kenny Ho Show. So you might say, it's showtime. I don't know the meaning of life, but while we're here, let's nerd out. Hey, 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 what up? It's showtime once again. And yep, I'm doing it. Three in a row. This will be recorded two minutes after I stopped the last one. Took a drink, getting right back at it. So yes, I'm really pushing it here, because there's no way in hell this is going to be up to date. But it's really nutty over here. Like, I got so upset today, because it was my day off. I'm like, oh... Let me record an episode or two. I like these cats. You know what? I applaud their work ethic because I don't think they took a lunch break. Because I'm like, oh, you know, when they, they go on lunch, I'll just record an episode. These cats went from like 7.30 until just now, like 5 o'clock. So with that being said, I got to get in as many of these as possible unless we go on a three-week hiatus, right? And I don't really want to do that. I know you depend on me for, ah, I can't even, I can't even bullshit. Your life would go on, but I, I like to have episodes up. You know, not being able to record anything all week, I've realized all I got is this podcast, and I'm empty and frustrated and, well, I mean, I'm useless with or without the podcast, but definitely I feel it more without the podcast. I don't know when these guys are going to be done. I think it's going to be a real long time. I don't know what they're up to. I think they found like treasure buried underneath the ground or something. And these greedy evil landlords are teaming up to call in a whole group of government looking dig team. You know, with their bio suits and all to try to get at it before the actual government finds out. So episode 84... My mind's going on me here. 84 will be releasing around the first or second week of September. So around this time, you would have gone back to school or back to work on a full-time schedule. You know, and here in Canada, it also means the end of good weather for the next 10 months. Although, with a global warming, it won't be that bad. Although, people should feel bad. Because every time they think, ah, I'm loving this warm fall type of weather... They should think of that polar bear who is losing his home for you to not have to put on an extra layer. Come on, man. It's just an extra layer. It's like $6 a sweater at Old Navy sometimes. I am more than glad to pay 6 bucks to save a polar bear. I am more than willing to pay 6 bucks so that polar bear has more than a tiny piece of ice to live on. Mm, control the rage. Control the rage. All right. So, second week of September, there's a good chance I would have already gone to Fan Expo by now, and I'll probably be 500 bucks poorer and be eating generic brand mac and cheese for the next month. Sometimes I really don't know what the meaning of life is. But it's crazy the prices they're charging. Not for generic brand mac and cheese, it's pretty fair. 
My man, Fan Expo, crazy. It's like 75 bucks just to get in the door if you're going one day. If you go all weekend, it's like, it's probably gonna run you like two something, $300. And then I'm going to see Jay and Silent Bob get old. So between that ticket and just to get in the door, I'm already out 150 bucks. Then of course there's the vendors and if you're not careful, all the cool stuff they got, you could easily be down 500 bucks just in swords alone. And then there's photo ops. Like, I think they range from like 50 bucks all the way to 300. I think Luke Skywalker's 300 bucks for a photo. 300 bucks for a photo? No thanks. I think I'd rather get 30 pizzas. And then there's this crazy Joe Caseta package for, for just over a thousand dollars. And if you're asking who the frack is Joe Caseta? Like, I've heard of the name before. I figured he's a comic book writer. I think he's just an artist. He doesn't even write comics. He just draws them. Not to... I mean, I guess that's the harder part, the drawing. You need both, basically. So let's not... So my bad, I'm not trying to slag on either side. But what I'm going to slag is... Thousand bucks, you freaking kidding me, bud? Like, what does this come with? Like, do you get a job with Marvel? Let's see. It comes with a roundtable discussion. Front row seats at a private Q&A some drawings, and 10 autographs. That's a bunch of worthless crap as far as I'm concerned. Certainly not worth a thousand bucks. Like, listen, I wouldn't even pay $300 to get a photo with Luke Skywalker, a guy I idolized as a kid. Why in the world would I or anybody in their right mind pay a thousand bucks to see an artist? Unless he draws an entire comic book based on me, I wouldn't pay anything close to this. In fact, if that was the deal, though, like, like, oh, we'll make a Kenny Ho comic book. One of a kind, 23 pages, a G. I'd probably do it. Why not? As the kids would say, YOLO. At least you'd have this really cool thing to show people and be like, yeah, it cost me $1,000, but look, I'm jacked in this. Now, of course, I'm not going to judge people for wanting to meet their idols. I'm not even going to judge them for paying to meet their idols. But 1000 bucks to meet a comic book artist... That's really tough to wrap my head around. Like, well, think about it in your own life. Who would you pay a thousand bucks to meet? Is it a movie star, athlete, TV star, musician? And please don't say like Justin Trudeau. Because if you're that vanilla and you think meeting the prime minister is something is something to look forward to, you must be new to the show. I gotta tell you, the show's probably not for you. Because I can tell you, no true fan of the Kenny Ho Show wants to meet any politicians ever. But anyway, back on track. So who's on your list? I look at my list, and it starts and ends with Tiffany Alvord. The only person in the world I'd pay a G to see. And I don't mean in concert either. I meant like this, where there's like a meet and greet and you get to hang out with them. But oh wait, guess what? I did all those things for free. She's cool. She didn't ask for a grand to do that. I got like four photos with her for free. And even on the lower end of things, I think Jay and Silent Bob are like 80 bucks or something. Depending on which job I'm at, that's about a day's wage, give or take like 30 bucks. And I have zero interest in spending that on really anybody. A photo, 80, 90 bucks, no way. I mean, it's crazy, but I'm certainly not gonna pass judgment on the people who are doing this, like the actors and whatnot, the, the comic book artist guy. I got past judgment on them. If they're in a position where people are willing to give them this type of money, then sure, why not? Like if I were a celeb at a con, yeah, I'd want to make money. Why else am I there? I don't particularly like people. 
I'll charge a guy to take a photo with me. Why not? And I'm not even judging Luke Skywalker, Mark Hamill for charging 300 bucks. Because you know what? It makes sense. Because at the end of the day, if you were to charge anything less, like let's say he's like, oh no, I'm a millionaire. Why do I need all this money? I'll just charge 50 bucks. He's going to have a real long day. Because at 300 bucks, you have a much smaller percentage of people of your fans who's willing to pay that. But at 50 bucks, I'll tell you what, I'm not willing to pay 80, 90 bucks to take a photo with Jay and Silent Bob. But for 50 bucks, I might just pony up and take a photo with Mark Hamill. So there'd be no reason for him to do that. If I were in his position, I'd do exactly the same thing. You're going to make more or less the same amount of money and do a fraction of the work. That only makes sense. Like, if the Kenny Ho show ever got big, I don't know what I would do. I don't know if I would, like, if I were invited to cons and stuff. I doubt I'd be in the position to charge for photos, but let's say somehow, some way, that were the case, I could. I don't know if I would do it. I guess things would change if I'm in that position, but if it were today, I'd have a hard time doing it. Because I'm like, man, 15 people showed up to see me? They like me? They, they respect me? They think... They care enough to have come all this way to take a picture with me? Not only would I not charge him for a photo, I'd probably buy all of us a pizza. They get a photo, pizza, and they would get to see me crying live. Well, that's a deal you can't beat. Now, I don't think it'll ever happen. But I do think about stuff like that occasionally because I think back to my days as an actor. And I feel like... I would have been a really good star. Because, like, I was, like, a legit good dude back in the day. Like, over the years, I've been through enough where I'm just like, you know, people are no good. You can't really be all that nice or people just walk all over you. Gotta have a bit of the sandpaper. But back then, just the nicest dude who really cared about people, I think I would have been a really good star. But then again, I think, you know, if, uh, if things pick up in my life, and if I were to be some kind of success, I think, you know, I'd, I'd still be pretty decent. But who knows? You never know. I doubt it. But like, then I look at Lily Singh, who was at the YouTube Fan Fest. In case you don't know who that is, like, if you've been on YouTube in the past, like, three months, she's the annoying Indian girl in those ads that you skip as soon as you can. Like, do you know who I'm talking about? I think you might. But this girl headlined YouTube Fan Fest Toronto. I can't really judge because I've never seen her stuff, as I said. I've probably at most taken in 10-15 seconds of her ad, and I'm not impressed. Like, I've been through a lot in life, and I joke about jumping the bridge. Mostly joke about jumping the bridge, sometimes maybe not so much. Sometimes more than others. But I haven't done it yet, right? I'm still here, I'm still grinding, I'm still struggling. But every time those ads come on, if I'm not skipping it after 5 seconds, it's because I've walked away and gone looking for a big box of rat poisoning to sprinkle all over my Cap'n Crunch and to end my existence. That's how much this girl annoys me. Like, I don't understand. Is she supposed to be funny? I may be arguably funnier than she is. I may arguably put on a more entertaining show than she does. But somehow she's got like 10 million YouTube subscribers and I've got zero. I've got like 200 Twitter followers at this point. But most of them follow me strictly because I follow them back. I'm not one for one, but I'm not far off. It baffles me. Not only was this girl headlining, like, people loved her. Like, at the meet and greets, there was, like, I was in the line for Tiffany Alvord, and next to me was the lineup for Megan Nicole. Both had about 20 people in line. Lily Singh had so many people in her line 
that her meet and greet didn't end for hours. She held up the Tiffany Alvord, the Megan Nicole, the Sam Chewy, etc., etc. All these guys, you know, the second wave of meet and greets. She held up those meet and greets because she wasn't done seeing everybody yet. Now, I don't want to be dissing. Because she seems like a nice enough person. She talked to everybody who wanted to talk to her. I saw her in the hotel lobby when I was interviewing Tiffany. And she was dealing with fans. And you could tell, you know, she had a long day. She was ready to go out. But she stopped, took pictures, gave hugs. So I'm not going to hate on her for that. She was doing her job. She was good to her fans. I respect that. But how she has 10 million subs is beyond me. But as I said, it gives me hope because if a visible minority woman who doesn't seem all that funny can do it, why can't a visible minority dude who is arguably as good looking as a woman as she is and twice as funny, why can't he at least someday have a thousand subs? You know what? I'm still feeling the Tiffany effects. I'm going to be positive. I know I'm going to get a thousand subs someday. Not the type of subs she's got. Mine come in the form of meatball subs. Six inch meatballs. Nah, foot long meatballs. I'm being real optimistic here. As I got to be getting close to a thousand of those though. Because I'm fat and enjoy sandwiches. I really don't want to die poor and alone. <laughs> but as my mama used to sing me. She never used to sing me. She ignored my existence. Eh, rightfully so. But if she had sung me, it might go something like this. Oh, Kenny, Kenny, whatever will be, will be. The future's not ours to see. The Kenny Ho Show, episode 84, is a spoof all day episode. Enjoy. Barry, I need your help now. Whoa, girl, you getting shot up? I'm a Baldwin Tower. I can't find a way out. Call the police. I trust you. Trust ain't got nothing to do with this. Trust don't make you bulletproof, and it don't make me the police. Ah, just hang on tight. I'm sending help. Hey, what are you doing here? Uh, Barry sent me. Cause we're tight. You should date him. I mean, yes, I know what your hesitation is, but he's not really your brother. I mean, okay, you two were brought up in the same house. The same dad. Come on, he's seen you changing a thousand times. Oh, uh, never mind that last part. What is happening? I'm a Flash. Iris West. Right, and you should date Barry. Because, like, we're besties. He's besties with the Flash. Come on, that'll put you, like, two degrees of separation away from a friggin' legend. That is really sweet, but... But nothing. Barry is a stand-up guy. You'd be lucky to be with him. Like, if I were in a dude, I'd totally have super gay sex with Barry Allen. And before anyone makes a joke, I may run around in tights all day, but I ain't gay. No? Wait, that was gay? Iris, you should see what I do with your pictures sometimes. Scratch that last part. I'm not gay. Neither is Barry. You should date him. Because he's going to get taken soon if you don't. Like, in fact, I hear he's got a date this Friday. Because, you know, we're tight. He lets me know things like this. With who? Taylor Swift? Hey, you can't know that's not true. Like, sooner or later, I believe everybody's gonna date Taylor Swift. Alright, just let me stop these guys. Let's get over! What? 
Greetings. Welcome, dear chap, to another exciting volume of the Kenneth Holt Show. How do you do? Why, beg your pardon? I was merely being cordial. A mere fine thank you would suffice. You needn't tell me your problems. That's not the mark of a fine Englishman now, is it? However, if you do insist, my butler Jeeves will hear you out. He's paid to do things a man of my stature wouldn't. Well then, I received a piece of mail today from a fan of this awful farce, the Keddie Ho Show. I believe it was intended for that show, but somehow ended up here. Well, not everyone's an intellectual, I suppose. But as my dear friend Jacques Pimentel would say, even pâté is made from an undesirable part. So I found myself to be amused by this letter. Yes, I did find myself having a chuckle, I must say. The letter was sent by a simpleton from Orangeville, Ontario. Ha ha ha! What a laugh, those provincial liberals! Clearly not a Harvard graduate like myself. For if it were my friends and I running this province, we'd have billions in surplus, and not the other way around. How, you ask? Why simple. We simply introduce more vices to the commoners and taxing it. The weak-willed outnumber the strong. It's simple mathematics, really. In fact, I dare say a simple chimp could run that province better than it is right now. And there's Orangeville. You would think a town named after oranges would produce some fine produce. But turns out their largest export seems to be grown men who think cartoon drawings in a booklet not that dissimilar to a flyer is fine literature. For you see the letter reads, Hey Kenny, congrats on meeting Tiffany Alvord. I got to meet Megan Nicole once, so I know how y'all feel. Hey man, what do you think about Superwoman? Later, Spider Parker 1111. What a horrid lifestyle these two lead. I had to ask Jeeves to Google these terms for me. It would appear these two ladies that these chaps met are some kind of internet performer. Jeeves even played some for me. And quite frankly, I don't care for it. This is what passes for a musical performance these days. Ha ha ha. Why the masses have never seen a fine operatic number then? Surely they will not settle for this afterwards. And for the superwoman, I had initially pegged her to be a wonderful housemaker. Like one would say, oh, she does a super job. And when I say housemaker, I mean making and cleaning the house, keeping it tidy, and not the building of a house. No. No, chap, I would not dare step into a house a woman built. I've got too much to live for. <laughs> but it turns out that she's a woman Superman. She is the equivalent of the Man of Steel, perhaps a woman of steel, if you will. Uh, no thank you. The only women I'm interested in hearing from at all is perhaps Jane Austen? I believe that's the end of the list. Spider-Person, I suggest you move away from this Orangeville, or at least to a place where perhaps you can become more cultured.
maybe by chance picking up some Shakespeare, some Dickens, and Hemingway. It will change your life forever, and you are welcome in advance. And if you need help on where to start, which book to pick up, well, you should tune your dial here to the finest and most sophisticated podcast, I dare say, The Kenneth Holt Show. Ta-ta for now. I'm just on my way to see my new life coach. Oh, come on, look at me. I'm a mess. Let's see if we can't get this train back on the rails. Hope the driver doesn't fall asleep at the wheel and... Train crashes in a horrible, horrible, fiery death. Well, wish me luck. Have a seat. Holy crap, Green Arrow. Are you my new life coach? I needed a job. My parents' company is now Palmer Tech. Right. Felicity, CEO of Palmer, Diggle, driver of Oliver Queen, Thea, sister of Ollie. I put all that together, dude. I'm good with computers. You should probably give less hints when having conversations with perfect strangers. So, you need some help getting your life together. Yeah. I met Tiffany Alvord the other day, and she was a saint. And I was an awkward, nervous mess of a man. And I'm pretty sure I stuck my foot in my mouth a couple times. I need to be better. Yeah, because I don't want to die alone or with some crazy fat broad with like 40 cats. Lesson one, no fat chicks. I like this already. Lesson two, if you're going to date, you got to make sure she has a hotter older sister like Laurel and Sarah so you can mix it up, keep things fresh for yourself. Oh, there you go again, bro. Names, especially in that combination where I could probably easily find out who they are. And you, while I'm at it. You could also end up on a deserted island and hook up with a pretty, sexy, mixed Asian girl. I know, man. That that seems unlikely and a lot of work. You're lazy. You have failed this city. And now I don't like this anymore. You want to look like me? Go to the gym. Fine, I guess. Three. Four. <gasps> Five. Ah, I think I'm good. Whew. Worked that hard in my life. You call those squats? I, I don't know. Is that what that's called? I, I saw it in a video once. What's this? Just the bar? Come on, man. It's so heavy. It's, he- it's heavier than anything I've lifted in ages. Your weakling girl legs have failed this city. Hmm? Hmm? What? Oh, my... Ollie, I mean, Green Arrow, what are you doing here, man? What are you doing in my bedroom? Your alarm is set for 9 a.m. I, I work freelance. I don't, I don't need to get up that early. I could have saved the world and gone to breakfast with Felicity by now. Well, I, I don't have that responsibility, nor do I have an attractive girl who's willing to let me buy her a meal. You have failed this city. Oh, my gosh. What's your job here? Uh, a producer? A producer of what? Fun? Let me listen. Hi, I'm Molly. I'm a dumb hillbilly. But I'm rich, y'all. I'm living the American dream. The only person laughing is you. Not even laughing. Your bit has failed this city. Yeah, I know. What's for lunch? Oh, burger. You're fat. You have failed this city. All right, I'm giving up on life. Bridge, here I come.
You gonna jump? Yep. Well, you made a choice. Now jump! <sighs> Farewell, cruel world. <sighs> Steamboat broke my fall. You can't even kill yourself right. You have failed this city. Balls. Well, that's that. How long was that? Five, six minutes long? I don't know. I haven't done the post-production yet. Hell, I haven't even recorded that stuff yet. So maybe five minutes, maybe ten, maybe twenty. But I hope you liked it. And hopefully next week... We'll be back at it recording a brand new episode, up to date. But I don't know, there might be a lot of treasure underground. This could be a while. But whenever I talk to you again with a brand new episode of The Kenny Ho Show, that's when it'll happen. Lindsay Fonseca, I hope you're listening, and I hope you're impressed. Toodles! Toodles!